0: Welcome back to the Smoke Pit. Hey. Hey. So, today we have a, um, a very special guest. As, as usual. As usual. And so, would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, I'm uh, Michael Welch, I'm an MA1 in the United States Navy, I'm currently serving at the Riverine Unit, Coastal Riverine Unit 2 on Little Creek.
1: Nice.
0: So what, for those of you who don't know what that means, MA is Master-at-Arms, and specifically what they do is they uh, pepper spray drunk Marines. That's right, they arrest hooligans like myself, deployment yeah. And give them the old baton to the shins. That's correct. <laughs> Yeah, so we um, <laughs> yeah we we, we kind of have a love hate relationship. Um, I was in Guantanamo Bay, and one of my Marines got drunk and peed on one of the MA's cars. Oh wow! And but thankfully, you know, I was cool with most of them, and everyone knew he was an idiot, so they just released <laughs> him into my care, um, and instead of causing like an incident, for sure. So we we're pretty appreciative for that. Is, it, is
1: that protocol when idiots pee on cars? You just
0: release them?
2: Well, the thing is, most of our idiots also pee on our cars, ah, so gotcha. you know.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. release yeah. on their
0: own recognizance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the MAs actually had more libo incidences than anybody else. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so when, when you talk about uh, setting the example, like, all right, none of these, you know, I like, <laughs> yeah. don't want any of these shenanigans. Like, don't do specifically what I'm about to do tonight. Do as I say, not as I do. Live <laughs> by that, absolutely. The, uh, the the cool thing about having guests is that, you know, you go to a smoke pit and you see, uh, you know, in your unit or whatever, and you see somebody you don't recognize, and you kind of start the whole uh, dog sniffing each other's butt ritual. Like, you know, who are you? What do you do? What's right. your MOS? And because I, I hear that a lot too. Like, our shitty producer, whenever we, uh, we're out in town and we mm-hmm. see a veteran, he's always like, What's your MOS? Yeah. You know, like trying to. Even, though, he, even
1: though our shitty producer is borderline stolen valor.
0: So. Yeah, borderline <laughs> stolen valor. You know, I'm pretty sure he's a Boy Scout, so that kind of counts, right? It's
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah he, as got long so he has his Valley
0: yeah. badge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, Boy Scouts, that's pretty much like Army boot camp. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, Yeah. <like>, um, <laughs> So, you know, we uh, we kind of do a bad job at the military as uh, only focusing on our piece of the pie, where we get focused on mm-hmm. the way our unit did it, the way we did it back when I was in, or the way we did it here, mm-hmm. and we have to realize that, you know, you maybe interact with, like, how many guys are in your shop? Uh, my own,
2: I'd say I have about 35 in my
0: platoon, so. About 35 that you yeah. work with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. yeah. Um, other Mike
1: yeah same thing yeah yeah, less, le- yeah uh, there's so many banks uh, right. yeah less than 40 for sure yeah yeah
0: and so you know with the, the infantry platoon, you have 50 you know a couple guys that you remember from other schooling or that you got in cool with or whatever yeah. so you're talking about 50 people of you know our military is like almost 2 million people including the reserves and the National Guard right. and yep. auxiliaries and stuff like that so you're talking about most people you know at the course of their career they maybe meet a couple hundred people and that's only a fraction of one generation not to mention the millions who have served in the past oh by the way that's one branch of the different we have in this country and oh by the way that's only one country in the entire world yeah so people get so fixated on oh that's not right we don't do it that way or that's you know it's like okay well I have like 26 different uh, countries that follow uh, EP Mike how many countries follow the the podcast 42 42 different countries follow this podcast. Yeah. That's way too many. And <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea yes. of this. Yeah, we were trying to figure out who um who uh, was following us in Iraq and it was like obviously it's our buddy over there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's well, on his like 10th appointment Well, you right don't now.
1: but you don't know that. We don't know that sure. <laughs>
0: exactly. You know, like he's in um, he's over there and yeah, we have we have no idea who's actually listening to us or how far this reaches. So But thank
1: you. Whoever, they want. Just, yeah. whoever <laughs> want. Yeah.
0: for Bangladesh and and before <laughs> and all these people places? don't even have Wi-Fi, but they download our podcast. Yeah, they walk thirty miles to the nearest Starbucks Uptill, just, both ways. Both That's ways. right, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, just to hear that uh, our producer is a bag of dog shit, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Very> <laughs> smelly, <laughs> hairy bag of dog
1: shit.
0: Um, <laughs> But you know that that has to you have to say a lot about how he actually puts up with us if we just come up here and berate him for every sure. week.
1: Well, he's got that big dick energy,
0: so seriously, yeah, he oh, yeah.
1: radiates. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, Bravo and... Delta Eka for the layman. <laughs> <laughs> For
1: The <layman. laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So we have all these different ways of life in the military, and so it's good to bring on you know different guests and kind of hear a little bit about uh, what life is like for them. So, if you had to like summarize what the uh, Master at Arms experience has been for you, what would you say? You know,
2: it's different. Uh, we have so many different aspects of what we can possibly do. Uh, right now, I'm in one that. I really feel is near and dear to me. Uh, There's a lot I get to do that I can't do and other MAs can't do throughout the fleet. So mostly as an MA, we focus on law enforcement, security, force protection. But now that I'm part of the Riverine unit, there's a lot more history there. There's a lot more mission set there that uh, I'm just not used to. So I'd have to say that the Master at Arms really get classified as MPs. We get called MPs more than we get called MAs, honestly, Uh, especially for
0: people that are in the military. Yeah, and for Marines, uh, we call them uh, Provo Marshal Officers, some yeah, PMO, like yeah. some weird shit. Yeah. Exactly, it's that, that acronym, crossbreeding. And security forces for, you know, the, the, Air, Force. the Air Force and gay in the Army. And, and <laughs> the you know, R- MPs, the MPs, Army. MPs. That's what yeah. oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So,
1: yeah. so yeah. many acronyms.
0: And, then, you know, whatever they call them in Australia and England and Norway and Germany and, you know, all these, these different countries. So, yep. uh, with doing the Riverines. Uh, do, you have, do you have any um, any cool stories or anything that was like what the fuck you didn't expect? You know, I
2: wish I had a few more cool stories because uh, the Riverine Unit has a really rich history, yeah. especially during the times of Vietnam. Oh sure, I mean James E. Williams, Medal of Honor winner, he was one of our one of our heroes. And the thing is, the mission has changed so much because the war isn't the same, the conflict isn't the right. same, the enemy's not the same. Sure. Yeah, you and have it's, like two rivers
0: in Iraq, like the helm exactly. and Euphrates, like, and they're I, just I, like violently <laughs> patrolling those rivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, if you're within 200 yards of this river, you're getting fucked up. Yeah, lay hate, lay hate.
2: And, but, you know, we're not on that
0: anymore. You know, we're no longer that offensive unit just because of the right. war that we're fighting. We're more,
2: more defensive now, you know.
0: Yeah, and I was talking to EP, Mike, about this. Uh, we were on the Euphrates River in '05, and uh, some army engineer unit came out and put a pontoon bridge. And so, like even then, it's just like you can't even pipe the whole river because there's right. a goddamn bridge in the way. Mm-hmm. Like, turn around, boys, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> head back. <laughs> These five hundred yards are safe. Uh, so more defensive. So do you find like your mission kind of uh, aligns more with like the uh, the Coast Guard what they're doing? Uh, you know, we actually work closely
2: with the Coast Guard, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be foreign nation Coast Guard as well as homeported Coast Guard. And I, I gotta say, yeah, you know, like it, yeah. uh, there's so many branches that shit on the Coast Guard. You know that uh, yeah, that defense Depart- here, that yeah, Department we're, of we're Defense, Guard, you know, yeah. uh, Department of Homeland Security, beef for a long time. But I gotta say, <laughs> I- I've met some Coast Guard guys down in Lejeune even that were going through some training while we were at Advanced Combat Shooter, and they are just stellar performers not only are they all about the mission but
0: they're just great guys yeah and i think the uh, the question that all of our listeners are wondering is how hot are they
1: yeah exactly what do they look like what do they
0: look like one all to man. ten i mean you know One's
2: tall dark yeah. and handsome you know i like this apparition
0: here. <laughs> i am what i am <laughs> and i refuse to be anything other than that i am what i am <laughs> that's right popeye was also a sailor Fucking yes he was yeah all right so the next question <laughs> is that uh, have you found yourself doing more operations uh conus or oconus
2: uh, mainly, our operation is OCONUS. Uh Granted, we do a lot of our training cycle here in the United States. We have small missions, uh, mostly on the East Coast. Although we do have sister units out west. Where all the meth heads
0: are. Absolutely. <laughs> right. yeah. The biggest threats. Yeah, the the West Coast has graduated to uh, to, to to crack. Like, <laughs> yeah. Spank. You know, <laughs> they like have more money. Must be. Nice. Yeah, we're stuck over here with all the meth heads and the bath salts. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, have you have a favorite country that you like to operate in? Oh man, we worked in
2: UAE, and it is. It's a beautiful country. It has its it has its areas that are
0: less than. I feel like the word emerald is in there, but I know it's not right.
2: No, Emirates? you would be incorrect. It yeah. is the
0: United Arab Emirates. Emirates. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, our, our our studio audience is cringing right now. I know what i will talking about. <laughs> <not funny>. okay. <laughs> no, it, it is an amazing am the country though. This room. Exactly. <laughs> this is my show. Here. <laughs> yeah, I googled it before I said something. Right <laughs> So uh, do you get any libo ports over there? Like you get to go out and drink, pick up women, all that kind of uh, so stuff? So
2: it's different there. Uh, you do have your mission set mm-hmm. that you're going to be going to throughout the week. Now, you do have liberty time. Uh, there are cities there. Dubai is right outside of Jabal Ali. So yeah, Dubai is such a forward city. It's much different than most of the other country there. Um, down in, by on the border of Oman... It, You're going to find different cities, different towns. This doesn't even reach out, not even close to Dubai. Right. But Jabal Ali, it's a main shipping port. There's uh, there's a lot of traffic going on there. Right. It's pretty beautiful. I've never been to the UAE. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the craziest thing you saw over there? You know, there's a lot of crazy stuff. The culture is so different. But I know we were talking about earlier in the day uh, about the Japanese toilets and how they clean you. Yeah. Uh, really? Well, in the UAE, it's very different. There's hoses. Uh, it's almost like a bidet. <laughs> but instead, you, it's all manual labor really right, back right, there. Fucking yeah. garden hose. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, this is new for me. So I get to the country oh, within you about— didn't, You didn't grow up spraying your asshole with water? No, exactly. no. What a fucking dry wipe like a hobo. You <laughs> were not raised <laughs> Catholic, <that's right. laughs> So I sit down on this toilet and I realize within probably the first 30 seconds of my shit yeah. that this hose is to spray my ass out. So rightfully so, I spray my ass. It was actually pretty nice, you know, yeah. liked it. And it pretty clean at the end of the day, not wiping like a hobo. Yeah. And so uh, I figured the whole city does the same thing. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> so I go out to my first public restroom in the city. Mm-hmm. I won't say which city it is, just to maintain the integrity of the people there. <laughs> yeah. Rhymes with Dubai. <laughs> <Mumbai> and- <laughs> yeah. Something like that. And so I go into this public restroom, and the same kind of setup is there, this this hose on the wall. But it seems that there's a very big translation gap between what I'm supposed to do with this thing, because yeah. it seemed that the individual that used it before me had sprayed front to back, <laughs> leaving oh a goodness. Jackson Pollock of shit <laughs> oh across God. the walls. And not only that, but I look up to the ceiling, to <laughs> so my horror and chagrin are these shit stalactites facing me. Shit stalactites. And I'm in desert heat. I have a sweaty butthole, and so the only thing i'm thinking is uh, swallow hard and get this shit out as quick as possible yeah i imagine like a three-point stance like a fucking like a, it was almost linebacker-ish yeah. <laughs> yeah i had the white knuckle the t- knuckles taped yeah i got it off quick but i uh, to say i didn't touch the hose that time i uh, i went
0: dry yeah but uh yeah that was i'd say that was it yeah i can i can imagine like a long snapper you know
2: I mean? yeah yeah it,
0: it was tapered quick
2: like trap door out, <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, So do you have a, a favorite place that you've been to party then? Like a favorite liberal port? Oh, well, my favorite place I've ever been stationed in general was just Hawaii. Yeah?
1: You know? yeah oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah.
2: Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I came from Hawaii, too. There I you go. It. Yeah, I was it's in
0: k Amazing. So do you guys have any uh, crazy stories about, like, uh, you know, your buddies picking up women or, like, crazy nights or anything that stands out about Hawaii?
2: Well, I'll tell you what. It wasn't my buddies, but there are some ships that go <laughs> through there. <laughs> I don't know. I know of. Well, during RIMPAC, you know, you have yeah, all these different nations yeah, there. Sure. You've got your
0: own yeah. home-ported ships. Wait, 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 wait. The, the, the Navy has an exercise called RIMPAC.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Yes, unfortunately yeah. named. Exactly. Yes. I, feel like, I, feel, first off, I feel like
1: athlete named. <laughs>
2: I'm all about the pack. Pack the rim. I'm you know, there, rim. there's a street that runs right through the city of Honolulu called Kuhio Street, mm-hmm. and it is lady boy central so we would like to do our shore patrols down there and watch some unfortunate sailors fall into the traps <laughs> you know about the hawaii
1: lady boys other than like uh, other countries and stuff they're it's 6 like, foot 7 they're enormous exactly <laughs> yeah. like they don't even try like it's like a dude who looks like character from grand theft auto just all mapped out with like a wig and like stilettos on like you try to party or what <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't even try
2: yeah it's that nice cocktail dress on exactly. uh, yeah exactly. on the hook from the all blacks exactly. so
0: and then you have uh, you know the the, you know, the dumb enlisted Marines and sailors are down there and they're like, "Fuck it, a hole's a hole." You hey, love's
1: love. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah, and
0: I, I have long said this, um, and any of my guys who are on Afghanistan with me will will, will be able to remember this like when you're like six months into deployment i told him i was like don't get shot because i will fuck the gunshot wound." exactly yeah you know
1: it's warm it's, it's tight it's yeah. warm it's
0: tight i mean i you know it's i don't care if it's bleeding this never stopped me A <laughs> period only stops a sentence baby girl you know <laughs> speaking of which do you guys have your red wings <laughs> do i you got your red wings inadvertently yeah absolutely
1: so, same thing yeah i didn't want them but i earned them <laughs> oh
0: see that that didn't bother me what it just stayed towards the clip, you know, like, and that, you
1: it's, know not, it's it's not the fact. I was just surprised with it. Like, it was yeah. a surprise award. Like, I didn't expect this name. I just got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, yeah, that, that didn't stop me whatsoever. But uh, I think it should stop some of these young individuals who are picking up his six foot seven mm-hmm. lady boys. Yeah, for uh, sure. Any other, uh, any, yeah. any other uh, crazy sightings or uh, personal experiences you have about, like,
1: I had uh, my worst Tinder experience in Hawaii. Actually, it's Ooh. not Hawaii. It just happened to happen in Hawaii. It's a really long story. I th- I'm sure I've told you this before. Okay, right? we we'll
0: like wave tops. Oof. So, um. All right, okay. So summary was he got fucked in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super the nice end. dude. Yeah. Same <laughs> contact. Same, same <laughs> yeah, thing. He yeah. sent me other cards. Like slide in a Barnes fine, Noble, and Noble your ticket. Yeah. No, I'll wave
1: tops. It's, it's a super long story. So essentially, I matched this girl on Tinder. I was down. Uh, I was down in Waikiki. And we were hanging out, and it was the anniversary of when she (laughs) killed her cousin in a car accident. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? It's a long story. And so she was, like, hammered drunk. Like, the whole date was just a mess. And uh, she convinced me to keep hanging out with her. Like, we went to a bar that her friend was the bartender at, and so I got free shots and stuff. But she was, like, so depressing and just so horrible. And then so... Sounds hot. And she she wasn't ugly. But uh, (laughs) so... We end up hanging out even more. And so I'm to the point, like, well, I can't drive back to K Bay because I'm a fucking shit house. So I got a hotel room and I tried to ditch her and I fucking go. And so, you know, Hawaii, there's ABC stores like fucking everywhere. everywhere. Like yeah. every single corner. And it's so. Like,
0: why are there so many alcoholics?
1: Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Perfect. Fucking mystery. <laughs> and, uh,. So, yeah, so I there's an ABC store in the lobby of my hotel, and so I'm walking by, and I ditched her, like, an hour ago, and she's in the ABC store buying a handle of vodka after daydrinking me all fucking day. Wow. and She's a tiny girl, and so she's, like, in a blackout buying more vodka, and she's like, oh, are you staying at the hotel? I was like, no, I'm just here to, like, uh, hide a body or whatever, whatever I said, like, <laughs> to fucking get her away from me. when she goes, can I come up to your room and charge my phone real quick? And I was like whatever so I, at this point I texted my boys like somebody come save me so I had yeah. plans but then one by one they kept ditching me so I was just like whatever this night is just the worst so we fucking uh we end up drinking like that whole handle of fucking uh fucking vodka all night like, oh and no
0: I don't want to be with her pound her friend <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, had,
1: I had no choice I was fucking trapped just like teleport
0: via alcohol and so yeah
1: exactly and so by the end of the night just hearing about her cousin's death and why everybody hates her and she's gonna kill herself and all this craziness like it was a terrible date so I wake up, it's like 7 in the morning, and I'm like sweating vodka, and she's passed out just clutching the fucking bottle. So I'm like, all right, I finally have my out. So I'm like stumbling down these stairs, and I get back to my car, and my car got towed. Oh. So I had to fucking go across the island to whatever buttfucked. I've been there. It's the fucking worst. It's the worst. one. It's the worst. There's it's the one. one. <laughs> the one, yeah. It's they got the and monomaly. he's angry. Fucking, yeah, fucking Reagan's tow truck, real piece of shit. Um, so I go there and it's like, it's chained, like the fucking, uh, the lot's chained up. Like it's like closed Sundays, even though we tow Saturday. So some of these end up. Uh, <laughs> <Is> that extra <laughs> for day. Yep. Yeah. Some of those and uh, Extra impound fee. So, bro, day. I'm yep. sweating vodka. I'm in a terrible mood. And I fucking, I finally get a hold of this guy. He opens it up. He's like, all right, that'll be like $6,000 or whatever it was. Something crazy expensive. I'm like, fine. Yeah. I hand him my card. He's like, oh, we only take cash. I was like, okay. So, what, I just steal my car now? And he's like, no, no, but we have an ATM. I'm like, cool. And he's like, but it's broken. And then we just stood at each other. I'm like, I'm so. <laughs> close to killing you right now it's nine and so I'm like so what now I just die here like we live together now yeah. <laughs> in this trailer and uh he's like no he's like there's an ATM so I'm, I'm walking I'm sweating back my phone's dying I'm I walk to this fucking gas station I buy a Gatorade I'm like can I get cash back like yeah absolutely I'm like I need like 300 bucks so like well we can do 10 like okay well this is, this is what I need All right, I'll do 30 you know. more Gatorades do, yeah, exactly Gatorades for everybody <laughs> And uh, yeah, what so, were your
0: cheapest things in the shop. They're like, <laughs> oh, these condoms, You're like, I don't use them. It's yeah, like, exactly. What am I buying? I will
1: refuse to support yeah. that industry. <laughs> my car had found it for so, yeah, so I fucking, I'm walking across the island, I finally find an ATM, I finally get my card to work, and it's, it's been, like, an hour and a half, my phone's, like, almost dead, I get back to this place, and it's locked and chained again, and I'm just, I'm about to throw up from just anger and frustration, and then finally he comes out, and he's like, oh, I thought you left, and I was like, I fucking hate you, so I make it rain, like, a million dollars on him, I'm like, get my fucking car, and I go back to, fucking, uh, to K-Bay. Wow. Yeah. That Obviously, there's, arduous. <laughs> you know, there's so much more into that story that it was just worth. but, like, that was, it just happened to be Hawaii.
2: The drunken stumbling actually kind of. <laughs> recollect from my memory what got? I love yeah it. it's funny okay. yeah total recall so we used to party all throughout Honolulu it was a great time but we found this amazing bar it was a Coast Guard bar go figure uh, it's called The Hideaway The
1: Hideaway fucking it so amen. you know
2: Yeah. so The Hideaway I love it really way. was I hidden really away do. it's in the middle of nowhere yeah, I love uh, it's it. a great bar so we're out there all night long cutting up yep. uh, drinking straight out of the pitcher Yep. obviously we get kicked out of this bar mm-hmm. so as we're waiting outside, waiting on I believe was our taxi, I don't even think they had Uber at the time
1: yeah.
2: there's a couple officers What's that the were up there <laughs> yeah, that, and they, they demanded to see our IDs, our military IDs, these Coast Guard, okay. Guard officers so we get in a little bit of a scuff with them. Sure. You know, I don't know. I don't want to say we, uh, we roughed them up. We, we might have roughed them up. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. But regardless, take, we're, we're waiting right, right, around. Right, right. Anyway, as, as, as your advisor, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah,
2: right. We may or may not have. I cannot confirm or deny. Or but there I was, uh, still out in this parking lot, and the music's still playing. Yeah. So... I cut it up again, and I decided to drop it low, drop it real low, and I had these fashionable jeans with a hole in the knee, so as I dropped it low, I split my jeans to the top, to my belt line. <laughs> now, the only way to fix this is either to tear it into a half-daisy duke or tear the rest of the leg, yeah. so I tore the rest of the leg down to this ramshackle bell bottom, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid. and solid. so we decide, all right, the cab's almost here, we're good to go. The cab never came,
1: Oof.
2: well, the cab never came for me, Oh, all of my bodies oh, piled into the oh cab and headed God. back to base Fuck on him. Joint Base Pearl Harbor. Oh no, I love them. They, they thought I had already left. I was okay. somewhere stumbling around with my, uh, my quarter pants, <laughs> yeah. or half pants as we if, call it nowadays. They, but uh,
0: will, yeah. yeah, they're scanning the bar and they're like, all right, well, I don't, you know, he wasn't wearing Daisy D's, <laughs> you know, so like, Yeah, the like half nine. pants individual might not be him. Yeah. It was me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so somewhere in my incoherent state, I start. Walking on my way home. And as you know where the hideaway is, yeah, yeah. you can't walk Literally, home. Literally, there's nothing there. No, yet. you can't. There's no walk there's home. There, yeah. So I found myself a nice residential neighborhood to walk through. <laughs> at which time I blacked out. And when I came to, you had a family of four. I was still walking. <laughs> wow. So oh, wow. I was walking and the sun was coming up. And... I look down, and I somehow I'd removed that pant leg completely now. <laughs> I must have gotten in the way of my stumbling. I uh, felt it would make me more aerodynamic. And yeah. so the pant leg is gone. And as I'm walking, I hear this this ringing in the back and this buzzing sound. I don't know what it is. I hear, sir, sir, sir. It got louder and louder. And I look back, and there's a cop car standing there. And this guy's looking at me like, Bewildered, yeah. Talking over his intercom. And when cops start saying sir repeatedly, that's yeah. when you're about to get tased. Exactly. And this guy definitely thought I was on bath salt. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in Hawaii. Literally I'm walking a down a residential neighborhood, blacked out zombie with half pants on. Yeah. And, and I'm dirty. Oh, I'm very dirty. In, like, incomprehensibly dirty. I don't know how it happened. But he stops me and goes, we need to get you a cab. I said, yeah. like, yes, we do. That's so nice. he calls me a cab. This guy's the nicest guy in the world. He talks for to me sure. for about 5, 10 minutes until the cab arrives. Now, it is Monday morning, okay, and I'm off from work, because I was on shift duty at the time. And this cab drops me off at the main gate of Joint Base Pearl Harbor. Okay. Lots of traffic, lot. lots of brass. <laughs> all of the Pacific Fleet's brass is out there, and he can't go on base. Yeah, they're all hungover too, probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I'm at passing an ID. <laughs> I'm at Pass ID with half pants on. Right. And he goes, all right, sir, that'll be like $54. So I reached in my pocket, which was still there somehow, and I had a crumpled up. Wad of four dollars, oh, and I gave it to him and said, "Please, please, <laughs> please." And he he closed my hand and said, "You need it more than I do." Oh my! God. my soul was crushed. Oh my! God. Crushed by a
1: cab driver in Hawaii.
2: And so the adrenaline's flowing as I'm walking up oh, yeah. to the main gate to present my ID, so I don't get shot as a sure. base runner. Yeah. And they just can't believe the oh spectacle that they see. And as soon as I show it, I break off in a dead sprint. About two miles to the barracks. What the fuck? I'm half pants. There's what? no there's no ninja route to the barracks. So I'm on they, the like, main road. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh he let me so, on. He goes, you gotta go. That was his yeah. starting pistol, yeah. Yeah, that was He's it. And off. I just Broke off. Wow. Yeah, that was, uh, I made it.
1: Holy shit. I did it. Did you make it though? <laughs> Just like in life? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, fantastic. That's sorry, amazing. Mom. I love you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's yeah. definitely watching.
0: We, uh, we've, we've heard so many, uh, Bad stories about bad tender dates and like um, and, and, and bad uh, nights out that we um, that I kind of want to shift gears a little bit. We got a lot of feedback from the uh, the, the story that EP Mike told last week, which was clearly false. No, it's absolutely <laughs> true. Go ahead. You no, know, we, we we did uh, we a conducted a poll. Yeah. I uh, commissioned Cornwall university <laughs> to do a study. It's just false. So I I don't want to bore you with all the details. There's so no. much science. No. You know? no. uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, a lot of people are just like, oh, like you know, how do I get that kind of big dick energy? Right, right. And so, do you guys have any uh, any tips for the listeners, or like how, the best way to proceed to you know pick up young ladies, or once you finally get one interested, how to keep them? Because I've always said that women are like deer. If you don't look the right way, you don't smell the right way, you don't come from the right direction, you move right. too fast, they're both. If, if you're, you're driving, in use... now you hit them with your car. <laughs> <laughs> if you going to use the right bait, you <laughs> know, <Right>. down <laughs> the window <laughs> and take your shot. If you don't cover yourself <laughs> in you know. Like, and then even if you do take your shot, you might miss. Yeah. So um, uh, for those of us who, uh, for those of you who can't see because you're listening to us on uh, various platforms
1: in multiple uh, countries, maybe. in multiple <laughs>
0: countries, uh, co-host Mike and Ma um, uh, Mike are both very good-looking guys. <laughs> Um, I'm a
1: little paler than he is, but still good looking. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, do you guys have any tips besides just be good looking to pick up girls? That's
1: pretty much all that's worked for me. So, you,
0: you know, yeah. <laughs> the good-looking thing, I don't really think is that important.
1: Ooh,
2: go ahead. Honestly, I would say that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You know, you know it's a. Uh, I think it's a confidence key. Uh, yeah. If you have confidence and you walk into a room and you know what you want to do and you know you've got a goal ahead of you, accomplish it. Be who you want to be. Be who you are. You don't have to change. You don't have to go out and get a a new haircut or wear a certain brand of clothes. Just be confident in who you are. Now, if you're a bag of shit, don't be confident. Yeah. By all means, if you're a bag of shit, fix yourself first. (laughs) But
1: bag of shits don't know they're bags of shit. So
2: that is true. So have a good group of friends that will tell you you're a bag of shit. They also don't have friends. Yeah. Our our guests (laughs) are
0: to your your friends. Sorry. Totally fucked. Our guest last week, Stephanie, also said confidence uh, mm-hmm. is, is the best way. So now those of you listening kind of have a, um, both sides of the story That's yeah. where we're seeing that confidence. I personally think that effort is probably the most important thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so those of you who aren't uh, watching, I actually just ordered a pizza on my phone. Um, Is that what you were doing? Yeah, yeah. So that (laughs) way as soon as we're done, as soon as we're done recording, the pizza will show up momentarily afterwards and, you know, we can feed everyone that's here. That's fair. And so you kind of take that into a dating aspect. Like, say you you bring a girl home and, like, as you guys are making your way to the bedroom, you order, like, pizza or tacos or whatever. (laughs) Then after, like, 45 minutes of rearranging her insides, (laughs) then the food shows up and you can feed her. And now she just thinks you're fucking... Yeah, right, it's Okay. You know what I mean? So,
1: so fast food and uh, good dick is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And so. the name of my EP. <laughs> 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 my next mixtape. Fast, fast food and subpar penis.
0: Extremely <laughs> so, average. Extremely average. So, I think then it's not only uh, just the effort, but then also realizing that just because, like, uh, and this goes out to females too, just because the guy is really hot or the girl is really hot doesn't mean you need to, like, crucify yourself, like...
1: That's really true. So, it it's funny, like, um, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was... It's a common phrase, but the first time I heard it, like, opened my eyes. Uh, one of my old corpsmen said, no matter how hot she is, there's at least five guys that are sick of fucking her and sick of her shit. Yeah. And that, like, resonated so deep with me. I was like, but wait, wait, they're hot. And he's like, it doesn't matter. And then, I obviously, the older I get, the more I learn that, so...
0: Yeah, because there's like at least two hundred girls that are sick of your shit. You know? So <laughs> within thirty miles alone, yeah, within just yeah.
2: within this time zone, might be in this apartment complex. <laughs>
1: EP Mike will never get sick of my shit.
0: <laughs> I treat him too well. Too well. And yeah, I mean that's that's absolutely. Um, True, because I have, I have a lot of female friends who, you know, they keep continuously getting back with the same guy over and over and over, mm-hmm. and they come to me and they're like, oh, he's garbage, he's trash, you know, and then, um, you know, I, I, you know, I help them get through that, and then, you know, like, the next day, they're like, oh, yeah, whatever, like, we're back together, mm-hmm. we'll post a picture, somewhere love. Right, yeah. Yeah. and I, I can call that out, because, like, I, I know none of them are listening, because uh, most pretty girls are just obsessed with like, yeah. you know, what they're doing in life. True, mean, yeah. They don't yeah. have thirty-five minutes to dedicate <laughs> to, a podcast. to a podcast <laughs> or support their friends' goals. And exactly, dreams, it's you know whatever. What I mean? Just like fast-forward twenty minutes into it and like hear one like clip. It yeah, and
1: then, <laughs> like, yeah. And send you that audio clip. Like totally listening. Oh, <laughs> totally relatable. T- Let me just drop yeah. this piece of information yeah.
0: exactly. I heard. Totally relatable. I'm like, oh yeah, you relate to me burning down the shit, shed- or my buddy burning down the shutters in Iraq. Like, exactly. That's That's yeah. what's relatable. Okay. Yeah, and so for those of you listening out there, yeah, you don't have to put up with uh, somebody's shit. And it's kind of the same thing mm-hmm. in the military, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um people are like, "Oh, well, you know, they, they hear what I've done and they compare themselves and like, look, you don't need to compare yourself to me. I don't need to compare myself to you." People are like, "Oh, I only did 4 years." And it's like, "Only 4 years?" Yeah, 4 it's years your years years life. life. Yeah. yeah, if that was yeah. a prison sentence for yeah. jaywalking, you'd be like, four <laughs> fucking years." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, or like 4 years dedicated to the wrong person and it's, you know, you don't you don't have to compare yourself. And if you don't feel like the military is treating you the right way, then it's okay to walk away after four years. There's yeah. other great venues out there. Yeah. Like
2: serving your country
0: is wonderful. Yeah, and if cool. you've done it,
2: then kudos to you. But yeah. it's not something you have to do forever. It's not for everyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And some people feel like, you know, especially with chain commands, like you get out after four years and they treat you like a piece of shit. Like you don't want to reenlist. And it's like, fuck you, buddy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Like
0: this is why I'm getting out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, did, I did 12 years, well, really, it's like 11 years and nine months. I just say 12 years because it's easier to say. Around, For sure. We right yeah. yeah. round up around here. Yeah, we round up, sure. yeah. <laughs> round up. For sure. Round up to three inches. <laughs> <You're> transi- uh, <laughs> your transition time counts. I need those three inches. <laughs> Don't take them from me, Dan. Yeah, and so, you know, and I got out and I started <laughs> business, and I see other people become successful, yeah. and I will say that, in my opinion, the people who regret getting out of the military the most... Are the ones who did not find success afterwards mm-hmm. yeah. because then you think about the good days that you had with your friends and uh, the good times and you know you want that again versus guys who get out and you know they're just crushing it business-wise you know they got a family or they're getting mm-hmm. late all the time they're traveling mm-hmm. and like you have a good life and like no nah, like I, I miss the, the camaraderie yeah. you know but eat the apple fuck the core yeah, yeah you know sure and so i i honestly feel that the people who are not having it successful are the ones who are like oh i want to go back in and like we said before, success is not defined by how much money you make or your job. It's just about being happy. It's happiness, one hundred percent. Because you it. can, you can, you can be happy in the worst situations. Some of the best memories I've had, and like I'm being rained on in some third world shithole yep, yep. with my buddies. Yep. You know, and 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 so it's not necessarily the location or the actions, but rather the company. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. I mean when we first landed in the Middle East it was 124 degrees and we were on small boats. <laughs> yeah. I think the sea state was, we were at five or six feet getting thrown around on 34 footers and it was terrible. Yeah. But all we did was we looked at each other, we're, like, we're in this shit together Fuck and yeah. we laughed, you know, and some of the best memories I think I'll have forever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I get seasick, so fuck that.
2: <laughs> like, that oh, and it still happens. Yeah. You don't ever really get used to it. <laughs> well, I get seasick in a kayak. <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> on a still pond. If he sees a screensaver water,
0: it throws up everywhere. Yeah, seriously. The, the, thankfully, you know, they, they never put me on a ship once in 12 years. So like, I, yeah. I, I did just flights to the desert. Amphibious you know? as fuck, yeah. Amphibious as fuck. I'm just a desert toad. That's <laughs> what <Just laughs> <put> it is. <in. laughs> yeah, so uh, EP Mike, how are we doing on time? <laughs> Jesus fuck, 28 20 minutes. Oh, so we're uh, we're, we're, we're going to wrap it up here. Does anybody have any closing thoughts for our audience? Yeah,
2: actually, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Whether you do four years, 12 years, 20 years, you retire, if you've served your country, you did a great deed. And there's nothing to be ashamed of whether your MOS was a combat effective unit or you were working on paperwork. Because I'll tell you what, RYNs and PSs. They're getting us paid. Yeah, so sure, yeah. everyone is just as important. We're all cogs in the larger wheel.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you know, it's um, and I also often say that like, you know, people who don't even serve in the military, they can still find other capacities. Like people will message me, they're like, oh, I have you know, fucking rheumatoid arthritis or some right. made up disease, and they're like, oh, I can't join the military. They're like, oh, what can I do? I would do anything. I'm like, dude, you don't have to be a fucking grunt. You know. Sitting around doing nothing to serve your country, like you can go out and be a, an EMT, or you can go Something. out and volunteer. Yeah. You know, learn a language and be a, a linguist. Like you would do anything. All right, fine. Learn Farsi, and you know, yeah, right. be a translator should, for yeah. the. Like, how bad do you want to serve? Yeah. And personally, I think like being an infantry marine was one of the easiest ways to serve. Granted, physically and mentally. it it was I feel it's one of the more difficult things to do but Mm -hmm. as far as like ease like you show up you get pt'd you hike places you shoot back and it's just like it's pretty pretty simple like I didn't really have to learn a lot you know like granted you know you learn leadership and tactics and but I feel like a lot of that is more Initiative driven, mm-hmm. where you can have two people go through the same course and one is a decisively better leader. Yeah. Because yep. it's just who you are. But like, I didn't have to learn a skill set. I don't right. fucking learn how to like fix a motor or how to file paperwork. The first time I got my goddamn fucking ID card, I'm like 10 years into it. And they're like, oh yeah, you need your CAT card to make a copy in yeah. an S1. And I sat there like a fucking idiot for 10 <laughs> minutes trying to make a double sided copy. People <laughs> we were to flip it this way and flipping it right. that way. And some fucking pope took a picture of me. It should bl- <laughs> circulate it around. It's like when a dumb grunt tries to use a copier. Exactly. You know? and I was like, "Fuck you guys." Sometimes buddy rushes don't solve everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. And like, you know, taking taking apart a fucking 240 is simple. Mm-hmm. But yes, to is. me, like the guys who are doing reverse osmosis purification, no shit, or like yeah. nuclear engineering, or fucking anything else besides yeah. infantry, like that right. it's hard. You yeah. know? Like I, I can't imagine uh, having to start from scratch. Like I see the, you know, the the National Guard Instagram page will be like ASVAB question of the day, right? And it's just like, what is the square root of butt fuckery?
1: Yeah, like, yeah. I have no idea. Like... 69. <laughs> it's 69. It's always
0: 69. <laughs> yeah, and It's like, I, I mean, I, looking back at it and I see dudes who like join when they're like 20. I couldn't imagine that. No, like, hell no. I could not imagine. I'm so glad I started my
2: career young. Yeah. Because yeah. you have this, you have this threshold of bullshit that when you're 19, you just expect mm-hmm. that, right. oh, this is what it is. Yep. But now, you know, 30 years old you look back and you go holy shit yeah i can't believe i put up with it because yeah. nowadays you would never do that yeah, yeah. especially basic <laughs> yeah,
0: i think like your butthole only has a certain tolerance mm-hmm. of like what it can take you know what i mean i believe so yeah as far as like green weaning, go like any, any sort of like uh, armor or you know Protective equipment or whatever—it has a threshold of what it can take. Yep. Your sneakers when we're out, you know. Like I got city miles on me now. <laughs> All right, I'm, oh, only, yeah. I'm only 32. <laughs> I'm stop and go st- traffic. Yeah. Stop <laughs> and go fucking traffic. All right? I have like uh, 14 separate claims that the VA recognizes. Woof. That they recognize. It's not the <laughs> that they refuse to recognize. All right. Like my entire body is a giant fucking check engine light. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine having to start that shit. But then, like, part of me sees like when we lose guys overseas. And I just kind of, like, look down at my hands and be like, fuck, man, like, should I be doing more? Sure. But then at one point in time, like, have you given enough? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because I did five deployments and, you know, they they were trying to send me on a six. And I was like, fuck me, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You you can only squeeze so much blood from a stone. And, yeah, but at one point in time, like, have you given enough? And I think that um, it's kind of the mentality that the military has. It's like if they're not actively participating, they feel down on themselves and they shouldn't.
2: Yeah. No, and you should know your threshold, yeah, because you're not doing anybody good if you're not healthy yourself. You know, yeah. so if you just keep pushing through the shit, but you're not any better of a person, or you're getting weaker and weaker, you're not going to help anybody else. You're just you're a burden. Yeah, so, it's absolutely. Near your right. threshold.
0: I just I, I just kept passing the pit crew and just ran my engine <laughs> exactly. right around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now everything hurts. <laughs> so that being said, if you don't have your red wings, get out there and get them. Yeah. Or, see you next time. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs>